close to you. You have a deep voice, but it, it echoes. My voice I've been echoes. told him that. Yeah. We'll be outside and he's talking. I'm like, you need to lower your Everyone <laughs> yeah. can hear you. You don't have to lower your voice. Just talk closer to the mic so it can go I'll straight start to talking the closer to You can the move the mic closer to you so you get back up in your chair. Because then you have a tendency to do this and then you'll talk. And, you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't want it to over project. Nah, you're fine. You're okay. fine. Um, uh, Shell, uh, you remember Darius Daughtry? Darius Daughtry. Dang, that's crazy that you don't remember that because is you that, called me to come to that poetry reading. The, when he was yeah, I was going to say, yeah. is that the dude that was at Spady? <laughs> yeah. Him. Oh, man. Don't tell me he contacted you. I feel oh. guilty. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. Even if he did, I would, I, would, I would be okay with that. He's a cool dude. I follow him on Instagram. Okay. But he, um, he said it's uh, National Poetry Month or something like that. I don't know where he got it from. Me I'm neither. just going to take it you as You know well. how people make that yeah. shit. <laughs> it's National Petra Dog Month. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking month. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm just going to take it as law because uh, he said it. He said it. He's a cool dude. And he, yo, he's on a poetry. He's doing what I aspired to do. Yeah. But I knew it was going to be hard. And I know it's mm-hmm. difficult for him too. Mm-hmm. Like going on a run. Like trying to live with just your like. He's poetry. trying to live with just. He's trying to. He's trying to make money just off his poetry. Yeah. Doing signings and shows. shows. But the thing is, like, we were there. Yeah. So we know it's two people. Yeah. You know, or, it's not. It's not. And, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, I. Spoke yeah. You need to, a team. Yeah, I spoke to. Um, dang. Um, I forgot who I spoke to. I don't know if it was Alicia or someone else I spoke to, and they were like, "Yeah." I want to make money writing. I'm like, good mm-hmm. luck. You need to start yeah, writing for a fucking company. Then yeah, your book is not gonna sell. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And if 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 it does, yeah, you got to put so much money into the marketing. Yeah, that fast amount. Yeah, that's the thing. They, Listeners, they don't know. If you're nobody, don't write an autobiography. <laughs> don't write a memoir. It will not sell. <laughs> if you write it, please write it just for you, mm-hmm. just for you to keep. It will not sell because no one knows you. It'll go to your family and friends. Yeah, that's it. You probably make fifty bucks off the book. <laughs> you probably make fifty bucks off of it. Take it from Shell. Take it from me. Been in the industry a little bit. Doggy dog world out there. It is for real for real. Yep. Doggy dog world. Books are huge, like pain in the butt and I hate to market. People. People ask me, um, they'll go, yeah, um, how much am I going to get? Oh, God. Like, I really have to just, there's the actual, um, there's like three or four companies that post online yeah. on their website. I'm not yeah. even talking about like Rinky Dink Company. <laughs> company companies. I'm talking about company companies yeah. like Macmillan Books, okay, Ooh. where they literally post online how much an aspiring author mm. should expect to get in royalties from their book from any publisher unless you're famous right and i always copy that link <laughs> i don't even tell them anymore i just copy the link and be like here you go, there you go. don't <laughs> ask me because when i the thing is as a person right a regular person yeah people ask you questions even though you know the answer, they always try to justify right. your answer. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. going, do you go to your doctor and do this? Yeah. If your doctor tell you, like, yeah, it's broken. I got to fix yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You don't go, no, no, no. I, I can live with it. Yeah. No, you don't do that. So, no. like, people will tell me stuff. And I'm like, no, this is the this fact. Is what it is. So, I just start copying that and giving yeah. it to them. And that kind of turns me off to talking to people. Yeah. They won't believe you. No. Yeah, especially if it's poetry. God help you if you try to write and sell poetry. The best you'll do is maybe a coffee table book, and that's success. 
because <laughs> coffee table books, people will sit down, maybe look at it. Maybe your cover is interesting. Poetry is hard to sell. That's why I'm like, mmm. I'm applauding Darius because he's on a he's on a press run, yeah. all the time, yeah. So he's he always has to, somewhere. Yeah. He and the thing is, he can probably support himself. Maybe yeah. he has a savings, yeah. Possibly. Like if you have a savings or that. a family or yeah. somebody that's go for it, yeah. I'm not in, I'm not discouraging it. I definitely think it's doable for sure. But you gotta um, like have some some credibility. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You can't just go out there and start doing you need it. something because. I don't think a lot of them think outside the box. That's the if thing. You yeah, have got to. Every creative artist or someone of that caliber needs someone as creative or more creative for them to offer a different point of view of how to do it. Okay. Poetry could sell. Yeah. The problem is it has to be presented in a manner that inspires someone to, or I shouldn't even say inspire. I would say you got to turn that want into a need mm. and support for a business person. We see it as a, a support mechanism. In other words, it is a tool to add structure to a story. Mm. It is a tool to add structure to a concept or something like that. If you move poetry, for example, you look at Odyssey, you know, when those were told, you were able to tell an entire tale through poetry, which is what made it make history. Mm. But if you just get, everyone has an opinion and a poet is one who takes that opinion and, and adds it in a form of lyrics or and or rhyme. Now, how do you take that to the third level? The third level is where the true poets are pulled out from the mid levels who happen to be higher than the lower levels of people just saying their opinion. Mm. Once you get to that third level where you can integrate it into something where Maya Angelou had it integrated into a movie in yeah. which the impact of that movie resonated with the concept of her lines. Yeah. That's you hitting that larger point. Most don't get there. Right. You got to think outside the box. I also think you need the capital because it, it's going to mm-hmm. be hard to market. Well, some things, yes and no. Mm. Some things are so great, they force the market to respond. Oh, that's rare. Take a young, back sport, take a young person who runs fast as hell and happens to be 6'6". Yeah. The market will come to that person. Right. Okay? While you take a person who might be 5'7". Yeah. And runs very fast. People heads don't turn around. Hmm. And then he's got to struggle to get into that market. You take a poet who could write well or whatever, and they're coming out there, they're not turning heads. Mm-hmm. You take a right poet who says the perfect stanza at the perfect time, a shooting, a killing, or a resonate, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then you have everybody coming to that poet. I'm going to get an example. Mm. And this is just a, it's a fantasy book. I actually um, kind of followed it mm. for a while when I first started out and, and like learning about um, how to market new writers. There's a, and I don't want to name the book or name the person, but there's a fantasy book and the person who wrote the book used to go to schools with his sister and hmm. perform mm-hmm. like reenactments mm-hmm. wow. of the characters. Yeah. That's dope. And so just so happens yeah, yeah. that 
one of the students' father yes. was in the business and was like, oh, this could be great, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. And so kind of the, it just kicked off like that. You know, mm. you happen to meet a person or a friend of somebody who's who's financially able to provide you with that, then it makes a big difference. Right. But if if they were just doing, if me and Trey was doing that, yeah. good, nah. luck. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. luck, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. honestly, it, like we're doing the Renaissance Festival. If, right, if somebody right. walks up and go, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. I want this everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Now you got the backing. You have the backing. Yeah. But to just do it yourself, that's it. You're doing it doing, yourself. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're hoping to get lucky. It's incredibly tough. You know, and that's, yeah, that's if someone loves what you are doing and love it as much as you love it. Mm. See, I plan on um, getting an anthology done, but mostly so my work can be immortalized, not really to sell it. If it sells, great. If I'm able to market it, also great. But I don't plan to put much backing or much marketing behind it. It's not something that I, I like. I want it out in the world, sure, but it's not something that I expect to be out in the world. I'm not going to put a lot of energy behind it because it wasn't never. My main goal is to just have it done, yeah, and have it more like somewhere. I put it up on a cupboard somewhere. And be like I did this one, like a day before. I remember, I um, I had submitted when I was younger. This is probably like middle school, maybe freshman year of high school. I had submitted my uh, poetry to this, I guess this contest, mm-hmm. whatever it is, where they put your poetry in the book and then. They send it to you, and then they're like, "Oh, you've been, you're in like the Library of Congress mm-hmm. or something like that." Da, 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 da. Later on, my older years, I found out it was pretty much a scam because you just bought your own book, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just sold the books back. But they carry weight. Oh yeah, dude, I was so hype. I'm like, "Oh shit, my stuff's in the book," and I'm like, "Probably everybody who submitted this shit probably got into the book." I think that's what happens in, in culture beats us down, but in youth, that feeling you have in youth, I think. That's our mission as we get older to try to hold on to that spark. Yeah. And that spark is there all the time. Where I come in, as you already know, I'm an extremist thinker and <laughs> I'm always outside the box with everything. Glad but, he said it. <laughs> but that's a part of, uh, as I always say, I speak three languages business, marketing, and IT. And you're going to find a lot of marketers like that. We're mm. always trying to break the mold in order when we find a new product or service or something like that. And a poem is basically a product. Right. You know, a writing a story is product. And everything can get out there. It's just breaking the mold to get it. Yeah. To present it in a different way. The problem is a lot of us tackle it alone. Yeah. Attack with alone. And especially as we get older, where your confidence goes down as you settle into the expectations of life it diminishes that fire and you're going I gotta f- fall into the foundational yeah, yeah, level yeah. of basal hierarchy of need yeah. of security and then build from there I gotta do what they dictate yet when you're young and you're going shoot my thing is out there my shit is explosive I want to make a tidal wave become calm Mm. I want dirt to become glass and I'm going to do it with my words. And yeah. you know what? I believe I could do it. Yeah. We had that as children mm. and it diminishes over time. That's where, you know, working in a oh, team, you right. come back. You're right. I'll tell you where, where my imagination quote unquote with poetry diminished. And it was when I first hit college and I took a, a yeah. poetry class and it taught me a lot about structure. It taught me mm-hmm. a lot about word choice, grammar, 
um, like how the greats used to do it, like your romanticism poetry, your, your Victorian poetry. It taught me all of the, the background, the foundation of poetry, and it crushed all my imagination. Thank you. Because Same I, thing with art. Oh, man. I was on a hiatus for like Same three years. I didn't write shit. Uh-huh. I, and when I started with art, yeah. You grow up, you draw on what you love, you do what you love, yeah, you do yeah, all this yeah, other yeah. stuff. And they call it, man, you're breaking the rules. Yeah. It's only till you start learning the rules, <laughs> how you start going, damn, I'm really not, not up good. to par. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. Really it diminishes right, yeah. the fire. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Structurally, it makes me better. Yeah. And, and efficient. Yeah. But creatively, for me to get there, I must, if I got a, a, a cup full of creativity. Yeah. I got to pull 75% out of that cup and pour it into learning it the right way. And all I got is about 25% left of creativity. Got to. But you missed the magic of breaking the rules. (laughs) Hate. Like, I don't draw. Yeah. But obviously my son does. So growing up, when he was in middle school and I tried to get him into two art schools here in Mm -hmm. Palm Beach County. Not Mm going to name the schools. (laughs) Two prominent art schools in Palm Beach County. Yeah. And obviously, if you're in a pub in the public school system, mm-hmm. it I, I I hate even talking about it because it pissed me off this much. <laughs> like just bringing it up, I'm starting to like get hot. Oh, like man. my body temperature is going up. So in the public school system, they don't teach you the terminology. No, first of all, they really don't. So he goes to audition for acceptance into the school. Yeah. And he didn't get in. Wait, that's a real nigga school? You got to audition? Yes. Mm-hmm. And oh, I literally wrote a letter yeah. wanting to know why, why he didn't get in. Yeah. And you know what they told me? Mm. Because when he was told to draw, and I forgot how they worded it. You know how they'll say, like, tint? Yeah. Draw the tint or the shade. or mm-hmm. It was some word. I'm sure he'll he'll yeah. know the word better than I do. Yeah. But instead it, of saying it, color, they instead say of saying color, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah, instead yeah. of saying color, yeah. And it was a simple word. Yeah. But he didn't know what it meant. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so he just drew. That's and it? that was it. And he did not fulfill that requirement. And that's why he didn't get in. Why, Do you know how you pissed I was such when small... I'm sitting here? Exactly. That is my point. You see a student with a, a talent, yeah. a gift. Yeah, for sure. And you're going to pick another student yeah. who literally just knows the terminology. Yeah. Instead of teaching a child that you see that has this gift already, right? you know, innate. Yeah. Instead yeah. of teaching them, you're just going to like, no, I'm sorry. Hmm. And so the opportunity was to me, that's a lost opportunity for him because I felt like for me as a parent, yeah. not knowing about art, I wanted to give him the best, best right. as far as yeah, that was concerned. Sure. So that to me was the best in, in our county. Hmm. And the fact that that school did that, I was done. I was finished with that. I, to me, that was the most racist. And yes, because he was the only black student. Get out of town. I'm not even, he was the only black student. Mm. I'm not even being funny. I, I just felt like that, that school is racist. Mm. And I feel sorry for any parent that has their children there. Yeah. Because I don't think they fully know yeah. like the backstory. And then I actually know a friend who was a teacher there. Yeah. That's how I actually found out about the audition. And when I told mm. them what happened, they were the one that told me to write the letter. Is this going West Palm? Yes, it is. Uh, I think in a sense, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. on a certain so. level, it's also a blessing. Um, yeah, it I, is. I, I've been blessed I I by my art teacher who Pass carried me, uh, Mr. Sharp. And 
he believed in me when others didn't. But at the same time, he threw me into the wild where I was doing projects uh, in high school. And it really shook me up. I knew nothing about business and all this other stuff. I'll say what she's talking about. I did see uh, our son diminish his desire for art. Mm -hmm. He he literally just stopped. He had no interest. Yeah, he did not want to go for Imagine you're in middle school and and, and adults that you are looking up to tell you that, Hmm. you know, you're not good enough. That's very um, heartbreaking. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, you know, um, he's been blessed with creative parents. Right. And and the creative parents lit that spark back up. Remember, the the way talent works, talent never goes away. It just burns down. Mm. And if you get the right fuel, you trust me, that light will come back on. And sometimes it just takes time. Hmm. And he's been blessed with two parents that are creative. So when we started our creative endeavor, his lit right back up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when he grasped it, it start. remember, I'll tell you, benefit and punishment. Those are two things. Those are the only two forces that make anything living react. Yeah. Benefit yeah. and punishment. When he felt the benefit, he jumped in hands full because it's something you love. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your poetry. Yeah. Once you feel the benefit right now, we all do the same thing. And my foundation was <laughs> started. It is just like you. I want to create a legacy that will outlive me. Right. But don't confuse if an opportunity did happen and I became mega famous and I, I was able to taking, yeah. a change a yeah. course of a culture or whatever with it. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. fight that. No. I would embrace it because deep down inside, that's the magic of why we had a talent. Right. Right, that's true. Right, right. Why do you think musicians, when they sing, they go on tour and they feel the livest in their life? Yeah. And then after it goes away, they're striving to always get back to that point. Yeah. yeah because yeah. we move the culture and the culture sung what was in us. Yeah. Just you know? because I don't want to necessarily market mm-hmm. my anthology, if someone reads it and they're like, I want this, Heck I yeah. want this book everywhere, I'm like, for sure. <laughs> Let's do it, bro. I'm, I'm 100% down. <laughs> that's why the best thing you do is I always say, work with a team. Yeah, work with a team, a team who will believe and support you and you all of that everything because if you go look at the outside market the outside market is always going to go to, uh, art is a want base skill desire or whatever yet right now in mm-hmm. this room look around and ask how much art do you see a lot thank you like a, a bunch thank you but yet <laughs> if you go and enter any argument they'll go what's more important a doctor or artist mm. What's more important? You know, the plumber or the musician. Mm. What's more important, this or that? And then if you look at all the things that are stereotyped with them, you know, that are cliche, you name it, under the sun, pick the word, you go, oh, I want to be the guy sitting on the street with a guitar playing beautiful music and all this, while a doctor's like, yeah, I need that BMW. I need that new class when uh, these things are associated with those type of skills. Mm -hmm. And yet both of them need each other to be complete ask one successful doctor's office that did not have a relationship with an artist. Got to. Also, they also did not have a relationship with the pharmaceutical company, but that's a different conversation. And every pharmaceutical company has a relationship with artists. Oh, yeah. They need that website, Mm -hmm. that flyer, Mm -hmm. that business card. They Mm -hmm. need to be unique when they can't do it on their own. Yeah. They can't do it on their own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you start bringing in that artist. You need the right people around you. Yup. You need the right, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's why I said you can be a leader, but you just um, like when we talk about someone who who needs to be president, right? Should be someone who's from the like of the people. 
someone who's been down there, someone who's been um in the hood, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Just someone who's who knows the people. You can get people around you who know politics. You can divvy up those those sex. That's what a cabinet is for. It's just hard to find it. Yeah, you, someone who's battled through the struggle and who's been through the uh, been through the wars, the fights, and yeah, come all the way yeah, to the yeah, top. Yeah. Who's gained the respect through actions and stuff. Yeah. But yet when we come around and we hit the four year mark and we're going, well, he's got these credentials. Yeah, let's vote, and we're not filling it with our heart. Mm. I didn't mean to get into all that. I just wanted to bring up Darius because uh, he said it was Poetry Month. And I've been thinking about a lot of like different poems that I could write, and I've gotten a lot on my mind. So I, whenever I get stuff in my mind, I jot it down in my notes. I have like a one note thing that's like full of ideas. It's just bits and pieces of like of works. So whenever I'm like writing something and I get lost, I go back into it and I find something that'll fit. Because in the end, because I always have like brilliant ideas, but it's always in bits and pieces. So shout out to Darius. I think what you're doing is super noble. And super hard, and you're doing great at it, dog. I want to meet him again one day. I don't know where his next free engagement is going to be. Well, nowhere now because coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Everything's canceled. Be at his house, man. <laughs> <laughs> On a podcast. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Everything's canceled. But I mean, this is what this is what the creative arts are for, and this is what podcasts are for. Times like these. When everyone's quarantined in the house, don't got nothing to do. Everyone feels helpless. Correct. This is what we give them nothing for. This is where the artists shine. Yeah, we, man. We need artists. We I, need. Listen. We need a poet. We need oh, a musician. Facts. We you need a what? painter. I'm gonna write. We need something. all of it. I got. I got three days off. I'm gonna write some this weekend. And make sure we present yeah, that and go off. over it. Yeah, I'm gonna write some this weekend. Yeah, we we need artists right now yeah. more than anything ever. I might drop. I might drop my my poetry mixtape for y'all. I might <laughs> poetry mixtape. I'm gonna drop my mixtape on my Monday. Trunk. Oh my god! We over there by Piggly Wiggly. You get on WordPress. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dropping now. Oh shoot! None of this is, is our topic. Welcome to Lie About Nothing. Twenty five minutes in. Uh-huh. <laughs> my bad. So, um, as I was um, thinking about what we wanted to talk about today, I asked Shell, and she brought, she gave me a list of good stuff, but I like this one, which was just college versus trade school. And this is interesting because my dad went to trade school to be an AC technician. Well, to be honest, I went to trade school with him because this man brought back his homework and me and my brothers <laughs> and sisters were doing his homework. Really, that plaque on the wall is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but learned the vocation. He's made a decent living out of it. And if you had a choice, would you have gone to college or trade school? See, you got to look at it in hindsight. As a child coming out of where we came out of, all my parents wanted is something better. So we thought college was the holy ground. Mm, Get the college class. Yeah. Both, you know, my parents were that trade school level yeah. like just do trade school and they just do basic job but yeah. to take the family to the next level you need college mm. so so let me ask you this is trade school associated with the poor rather than working college? class trade school is a trade it goes back to the okay. origin of bartering mm. i will barter i will trade my skill right. for well, your this, this, income yeah. for your dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's literally a trade and it's looked down as the 
working class hmm. education. So, like my father I, was like, an electrician. Right. Every house needs an electrician. Right, 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 right. So they're going. You would trade that skill, put up a pole, do this, you know, and that seemed on that level. So my thing is, I feel like trade schools diminished in a way, not diminished, but I agree. No, you're right. Way, like, you're right. Like it's lesser than going to college. When in my opinion, it might be better depending on your situation, right? So let's, like you said, where you come from, mm-hmm. like that might influence. Like if you never went to high school, imagine immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. So immigrants come here and they don't have any schooling. They don't have best they could do is take like a little education classes on how to speak the language or whatever is wherever is they're at, and then one more times than none they'll take up a trade. Well, the main reason it was created was for social uh, stratification, social and economical stratification. That's why. Don't mm. get me wrong. Uh, a, a plumber is just as important as a doctor. That's what I'm a saying. A doctor is just as important. But we needed some way to stratify the different social levels and economic levels we have in America. I'll always go back to our foundation is capitalism. Mm. We're, we're, that is our foundation religion. So when you talk about trade versus college, it's not that one is better than the other. We did it for to split the cultures. Hmm. We have a clear line that identifies the working class and middle class. Middle class is a gray area. Right. Work, but the lower middle class and working class, those are considered trade. Yeah. And then you notice college, the price amount goes up. It doesn't mean one is more important than the other. No. Every doggone doctor over there has a plumber kicking in. Yeah, Every lawyer yeah, yeah, yeah. is still going to a mechanic. Yeah. But by economic stratification, the social stratification, we're able to split the cultures and the expectations. Hmm. That's all it's doing is splitting people. Could trade schools still be considered college? No. Uh, it, well, uh, the definition of college, yes. Yes, right. The political okay. side of college, no. the institutional side of no. it, no. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, if I were to, if I had the chance to, well, not the chance, but if I had to make the decision of like taking up a trade, I'd probably be a mechanic. And I'll tell you to go to college. Why? Because that's what parents are going to tell their children in order to move up to the mm. next economic level. And because parents think that trade school or learning a trade isn't as successful, quote unquote, as going to college. But the reality is the bachelor's is almost nothing now because I have my bachelor's and I guess it's noble to get a bachelor's and people still see it as an accomplishment, Mm -hmm. which is cool because it is an accomplishment. But it's also kind of a scam because look at college now. Right. We're in this quarantine situation. Easily. They put all classes online Mm -hmm. easily. So what would be the point of paying for housing? And all this other jazz, when you could literally just get the class online. Because it goes back to stratification. A bachelor's and a master's gives you a key to the door that leads to the next level. See, those the ones below it don't even get the key. You at least have the key. The problem is your journey in finding that correct door, Mm. that lock that it opens, it's hell. For sure. That's where the social stratification comes in. Not the economic, the social if we don't want blacks in all of these doors, think of an apartment uh, uh, level with all doors. Mm-hmm. If you don't want blacks or Asians or this and this and this, you have a key. Right. You just going down there spending years trying to find that door that this doggone key will open. Mm-hmm. While the person who's below it don't even have the key. They're still on the first floor. They don't even have the key. 
but at least you have it. So what you're going, man, I don't see the benefit of this. That going, man, I wish I at least had the key because I look mm-hmm. harder than you. Right, right, I know right, right. the door is up there. And sooner or later, after you search your floor so long, you start losing hope. But that key, it could still get you in another door. It may not be the one you went to school for. But you'll open that door and you're like, damn, I went to school to become a, a writing teacher. Why are there number of computers in here? <laughs> but that, that key opened that door to it. I hope you're not talking about me. Wow, well, they don't even have that option. Yeah. They're still on the first floor. They're struggling to get up a staircase. The staircase is school. That first level is trade school. That second level is college. Mm. Most of them, they're only going, going to, trade to trade school. school. Right. But how, so what do you think, my thing is, and this is coming from a, a different perspective, right. still kind of agreeing with his yeah. take on it, but... I look at it almost like a different perspective in the sense that I feel like America and I say America because technically, yeah. So I feel like America has found a way to charge poor people for their skills. Hmm. So like, for instance, a, a, a AC repairman. Right. Back in the day, it was Bob. Yeah. Who could fix everything Yeah So if you were like Hey I need my car fixed Oh go ask so and so Down the road mm-hmm. Ask him to change The alternator yeah, yeah, yeah. Change the tire Or whatever everything. He could yeah. do everything Yeah You know When you go to college I mean I hate to say it It's those jobs That we know You go to college for Doctors Lawyers Right You know You go to college for that Right But when you're a nurse Yeah and you're delivering babies, you're a midwife, you're, yeah. you know, you're yeah. um, the AC guy, mm-hmm. you know, you're the lawn guy, you're the guy that comes to do the roof. Mm-hmm. It's a trade. Yeah. That's that's your skill. But then I feel like them doing the trade school. Yeah. For instance, motorcycle repair shop. Yeah. There's a guy that rode motorcycles and he yeah. just loves Love motorcycles motorcycle, and he yeah. know how to fix them. And everyone took their motorcycle to him. Yeah. Now you got to go to trade school and get to, get to do it. Paper that says, you, you know, know how to do it. Yeah. And I think it's it's I don't I don't want to say it's all poor people, but it's people with actual skill that they've learned yeah. over the years. Yeah. And you have jealous ass college people going, man, he's making more money or as much money as me. And he didn't go to college, <laughs> you know? And so then the politicians are like, well, let's find a way to charge him. Yeah. This is just how I look at it's it. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you know what? If we make it a trade and they got to go to school to get a certification mm-hmm. to say that they're licensed to do it and we got to they have to have a license because something goes wrong. Then they throw in the license and throw in insurance and throwing all these different things. Now, legitimately, Bob, who fixes everybody's car or motorcycle or AC or whatever. Now you have people going. Yeah. So um, are you insured? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't insured. Yeah. Bring in the attorney. Yeah. She bring in the you, accountant. Yeah. She bring yeah. in the city. And then now you have the county. You have people where they used to go have Bob fix their car. Yeah. Who cares if it lasted six months? He fixed it. He fixed it. Yeah. You paid two hundred dollars. Yeah. Now you want Bob to fix your fix your car permanently. And want a Impossible. warranty. And you want a warranty. Impossible. That I can fight in court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Bob's like, okay, I can't charge you. Six hundred dollars. It's got to be six thousand dollars. Yeah. And then you and get you mad, mad because what? What you doing, Bob? Yeah. You know, like I thought we we settled on two. We settled on two. Like people don't understand. Yeah. Like that aspect of it, mm. and I think that's something that bothers me with the whole trade school. I don't mind trade school because I know some people just are not made for college. Right. You know. And what I'm that saying? was my next point. Like too. the college thing for me. 
I am not, I don't care if I was made for college, I am not going to spend $6,000 to go live in a dorm. Right. I'm not doing yeah. it. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be at home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and if I'm spending that money, I'm living outside the campus yeah. in my own place yeah, where I can cook and do whatever I jazz. want. That's crazy. Yeah. I got an apartment my and senior year. I don't know what parent is, you know, I, I do. I'm not even going to sit here and say, I yeah. don't know. I do know. Yeah. These parents that are like, I just want my child to experience college. Yeah. They're not doing anything with their degree. Yeah. My IT director, his degree was in biology. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> biology, man. Fat money for that. Biology. <laughs> yeah. And he was IT director. And now we're stuck with. So college. Bro, he could have been paid. What? Yeah. Well, he's retired now, but See? I mean, and now we're stuck with student loan debt. Yeah. And, and I don't know. That's my thing. That's my take on trade school. Yeah. I don't mind trade school. I think but I I think it's a scam. Well, they started mm. changing the name. Y'all using the word trade, vocation. Vocation. Yeah. yeah. Same the thing. main reason. It's the same thing. Tr- just when you look at trade, it goes back to what you all saying. The whole concept is we are a village. Right. And in this village, uh, you could have one community and the community is self-sufficient. Like you say, you go down to Bob house, he'll f- change, the, you know, fix your car while you're over his house fixing the plumbing. While, you know, the neighbor over here, the electrician mm-hmm. is over here fixing the lights while the other one is fixing the refrigerator. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah, and they, yeah. they were trading skills. skills yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, trading skills. Now yeah. we call that vocational in which we get to eliminate the community aspect of it. Right. You remove the community aspect, the village aspect. And that it leads closer to what we are going to inevitably, which is globalization. Mm. It's, it's spreading that by going vocational. But America is not going to let go of our social stratification. Do you think there's ever a chance that um, things like vocation or trades mm-hmm. can be integrated into like the college campus type of uh, feel? The answer is yes, but it won't happen. I think it should. No, it won't happen. I think you, it that's because you're idealistic. Well, you're not. How are you going to stratify? Well, I'll tell you. Here's why. It's not like they have to be with the students. They can have their own type of college feel. So it's like. If you have a, a college specific, what's that college name? Dang. Um, Don't say Liberty. No, 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 no. There's a college specifically, or there's like a school specifically for like mechanics and working oh, on cars. Oh, um, something A&M. Something. Something, something UT. I saw the one with boats. Uh-huh. But Planes. whatever that is, that could be like a, like a whole college right. setting. You can live on camp. It doesn't have to be for four years. It could be for a year. It could be for as well, long see, as it takes to get that that vocation. You still have that kind of experience. What, what makes but vocational you also, different than college is uh, vocational focuses on the aspect of the physical work. Florida, but you can practice Florida, while doing that. There's Florida A and M University. It's Florida Agricultural and Man- and um, Mechanical University. Hmm. Is what it is. I don't but, know if that's the same thing you're talking about. I don't about. know if it's the same. That might be mechanical. What like college is supposed to bring to the table are the upper skills such as the management, critical thinking outside of the skill level thinking. Hmm. That is the reason why they make all those other classes mandatory. Vocational doesn't have as many of those other quote unquote hmm. classes. So you have the split. If you if a person go, Not I'm going to be honest. Know. I like working on motorcycles. Yeah. I, I like I don't need algebra to yeah. work a motorcycle. Yeah. I'm gonna go vocationer. I want something that serves my skill. And the cost I work too. on boats. Right. It's and the, cost. the cost. They don't yeah. want to pay that money. That's true. 
Like the, the whole thing with the with the trade school is that it has to be less than a certain amount, right, for the working class person to afford, afford it. it. Yeah, and it it has to be a certain time period. I can't see going to um yeah. <laughs> a, a college you know campus, yeah. and I'm I'm in there for nine months. Yeah, and they're in there for another six years. Yeah, <laughs> no, another happen. thing too with uh, uh college is culture. College uh, embraces the aspect of culture. Mm. Trade schools doesn't address culture. It's mostly college address culture. I remember when we, I was in college, and they were like, "What is one of the primary things about college? It is a place that you is putting people of like environment to find their mate. A lot of them are going to find their mate mm. and lay the foundation of their mate for life. What they should be looking for that you're bringing them all together. Just look at the percentages. If you take uh, a higher percentage of quote unquote higher IQ people, put them in environment, mm-hmm. you're going to have more relationships, a, a greater chance for more relationship of a person with a higher IQ. While if you stay in your hometown, such as mine, don't say it. If you stay in a home, <laughs> in a hometown where all the IQ numbers are, are up and down, you just might find that, you know, because your options, the IQ differs so vast. Mm. College was that a part, it's not a singular reason, mm. it's that cultural aspect I'm telling you about that, uh, I forgot what class we were in, um, sociology, it was sociology, mm. it was sociology. They were like, what is the purpose of college? And we were going into that aspect of college. Yeah, you increase mm. the percentage chance that you will find a mate of that level. And even if you don't, it will have such an impact on you during youth that it will uh, mold what you will look for going further in life. You're going to look for a woman with a higher IQ. She's going to look for a man with a higher IQ because you get to feel the benefits. But if you're in this up and down environment, you're going to go, he work on motorcycles and he's sexy. IQ is low. Yours is high. It, it, you're going to have more of a mismatch. But I think that's that's um, subjective because... correct. I could be, I could have a trader vacation and still be, have that high IQ that you Correct. Spoke That's because it's playing percentages. Yeah. It's, not, it's not an absolute. No. It absolutely, if you look at it, it's percentages. That's why they go, send us an application, give us your SAT. Right. right if you right. start going through all of that, yes, the IQ is higher. Doesn't mean you can't get a dunce in college. Yeah. They know at least what, 30% or 10, 20%. It's gonna be, they're gonna be dense because they got rich kids and they don't. Yeah. But at the same time, you're gonna have that same ten percent that's highly intelligent mm-hmm. in a doggone skill set, in a, a vocational school. But then let's talk about the ten percent, the ninety percent left, but I have lower IQ. They couldn't get into college, <laughs> while the ninety percent over here wouldn't go to skill the lower end because they got into college. Right. So when you go in relation, I'm talking social now. Yeah. Social, not economic. Socially, a woman is going to have a greater chance of finding a smarter male. A male is going to have a greater chance of finding smarter. That's the sociological side of it. Then you got the economic side, which goes back to social stratification. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an optimist. I tend not to agree. But Mm -hmm. I also think that one of the benefits of doing something like a trade school vocation, you'll find someone who, let's say someone who is like, uh, in a school to be a mechanic, mm-hmm. but also does AC on the side. Correct. Also does I don't know windows on the side or something like that. And you'll find you'll make that relationship with that person. Like maybe if they do a job for you one time, but like, oh, oh, this is fire. And then boom, you recommend them to 
your home. I agree. Recommend them to your family. I don't think they're so dumb. I think they're. I think they're very skilled for sure. And yeah. I also think they're also um, they're very smart and intelligent mm-hmm. because you have to be in order to learn that skill. It doesn't come just naturally. You're not bur- born learning how to fix a bike. Absolutely. So they have the intelligence and they have the capacity to learn different things. Just chose this one thing. They might not be school like type people. I wouldn't say they're dumb uh, because that's that's absolutely rude and incorrect. And if I said Super that earlier, incorrect. I apologize because I was using an example. What I'm saying is when you, you skill, skill is just something you do, something you have innate and you could grow or whatever. You could be a genius. Right. And, and, and highly skilled you can uh, first hate but mail. then it looks at the, the <laughs> width of the equation yeah. the width of the equation college is addressing that width mm. as I said before I'm lo- using this loosely you got a lot of dumb people in college yeah you got a hell of a lot of dumb people in college I miss some and then you see what I mean you got a yeah. lot of smart people with vocational skills yeah I stood in the middle never finished college never got out of there so I stood in the middle mm. So I can understand absolutely both sides of it. There's nothing more magical than being with someone that know how to fix a car, AC, electric. You can't tell me anything bad about them. No. But then again, I can appreciate a doctor that loves computers and doing all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I could meet the dumbest biologist mm-hmm. and the dumbest doggone plumber or whatever. Yeah. You know, that doesn't take either way, either one away. It's just... Ultimately, what we're going to get back to is foundational or a reason, which is we use it as a tool. So they're really equal. So you, would you say college is more socially accepted? Both are socially accepted. Oh, oops. A commodity environment. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. college is more socially, socially accepted. accepted right. But if you go back to my town. Yeah. Oh, uh-uh. You yeah. give me an electrician. You yeah, give me a guy that know how to mow a lawn and fix the motor when it breaks. Ain't, yeah. He don't have to take it anywhere and yeah. get it back and mow it. Yeah. It depends on the city, country. Remember, in the city, yeah, yeah, you can talk college. But how many cities is compared to country in America? Yeah. America's mostly country. Yeah. So it's they'll the take thing. that skill set. I'll take the skill all day long the and twice is, on Sunday. I just, I feel, I haven't seen it personally, but I just feel like these people are looked down upon for some reason. No, they are. Like it doesn't make no, sense. No, they are. Your construction. You know how fast shit goes up nowadays in construction. I blink in the building six feet done, done, yo. Done, yes. done. Yes. I blink and it's done. Yes. Look, you ever yes. been? You ever been driving? I know you guys probably go, don't go down south, but the way they did a highway. I'm going down south. I yeah. promise you. Crazy. You know what? I'm going to talk about down south. Atlantic Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Atlantic Avenue in Congress when they started construction and made it two lanes. Yeah. I was like, that is the dumbest decision ever. <laughs> Whoever did this yeah. is an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I came home one day. Yeah. Atlantic Avenue yeah, too late. had three lanes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, three. I'm like, who the hell did this when I was going to work? <laughs> Overnight. It's like, uh-huh. dude, I went to I went to work and came home. Atlantic had three lanes. <laughs> and it wasn't like three of the same lanes. Yeah. It was three different lanes. Dang. I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. How do they lay this down? Dummy fast. You know what I'm saying? I give props, man. Dummy fast. Wow. That's what I say. You could never, I don't discount. You remember care. when they were building Carpentry? the Tri-Rail Station? No, Spanish River by the Tri-Rail Station, Spanish River Road. Spanish River. I don't remember. By that. the Tri-Rail Station. Yes. And they were putting that up and we saw the, the off ramp and the on ramp yeah. being built. And I was like, where is that oh, going? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what I direction? I was wondering how they were doing yeah. curves. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what direction yeah. are they looking at? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. um 
They need some help. Yeah, for sure. And straight up, when they built it, I was like, this is perfect. This is great. It is perfect. (laughs) Actually, those are great examples of the two environments you're describing. Yeah. Vocational and college. Yeah. It clears up the college person group. They're yeah. going to be doing the design, design strategic and plans. Yes. They're going to be tactical on yeah. the ground making because, it happen. Yeah. They work yeah. together. But let's not forget, but the people who are working and building that road with their hands has to understand those designs. Yes. Too. Correct. Yes. And they have to so you're going to have that mid-level but person. Let's, let's let's talk about the collapse of the bridge down at the school in Miami. Oh, my goodness. So. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about this. Who gets what? blamed for, it was a sky bridge. Oh, my God. At what? a um at, at a university, it's, it's a college in Miami. I forgot the name of school. Yeah, it's University. Wait, not FIU. No, it's not University. FIU. I think it was no. Was it FIU? I gotta look it up. The bridge. Anyways, and I think I remember. It was a bridge. It's not a bridge. Bridge. It's the sky where they walked across the street and it collapsed. Now again, going back to that. Yeah. Trade versus college. Yeah. That trade guy was. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> he was clear. It was a college guy. It was guy a college dude. Okay. Out. A college dude who owned a company or yeah, something. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I have, I have my flawed. bachelor's and master's and everything on the yeah, back of my yeah. wall. They went to his office. <laughs> yeah. They weren't going to the general contractor. Yeah, they you didn't mix the cement, Yeah, right? you, No, yeah. it wasn't that dude. It was the guy that designed it. Yep. Yeah. And they were the like, how flawed. come your design was flawed? Right. And then this guy now has to go back to his credentials mm-hmm. and go, well, I had seven years of, of architecture. This, this, no, yeah. you didn't. Exactly. You know what it I'm doesn't saying? show. It doesn't show. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. And so, I don't know how long that yeah. was up either. Tell them about, man, those cars were yeah. literally flat. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought our bullcrap shell got yeah. like, had a video or something. Dude, that was creepy. Yeah. Literally flat. Listen, the, the bodies in them flat. Listen, bro. Every time I go under a bridge, I'm like, I hope this shit don't fall. Like, what? Look, no. Let me. Every time I stop under a bridge oh, at a light, I can't. The one at commercial. Commercial. I think it's commercial. Either commercial or Cypress Creek. One yeah. of those. There's a bridge. Yeah. And you have to stop at the bridge they and wait for the light. Yeah. Dude, every time the cars pass over 95, you hear. Yeah. And then you hear the bridge. And it and it's like some. I'm just like, man, Bro. if I see one rock fall, I'm getting out of my car. I'm getting out of my car. Yes. I'm getting out of my car. They're going to have to come out. see me. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> they got to come see me. <laughs> you got to come find me to move that car. I'm, look, and I'm jumping just out the way oh, until man. the light change. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> and then run back like, in my car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. And it, it just, it's just, it I'm creepy. in awe. I'm in you're awe. Trapped. Oh, you know what? You're trapped. My brother told me, I asked him today too. He told me about, do you know those giant cranes that they have when they're doing construction? Yes. That's like a billion feet yes. tall. You know how to get up those things? Don't say the, the zigzag ladder thing. They climb the fucking ladder. I know. Oh, I watched no, them over listen, the building in Boca. There's no elevator. I know. There's no. No, there's a cell phone. Is I think it's a cell phone tower or some kind of tower. But there's a tower in Delray, and I, I want either Delray, either Delray or Boynton. It's I don't know if it's a cell phone tower. Anyways, I was at a job I used yeah. to work at, and we sat there and watched these two dudes climb climb up the tower. Yeah, like because it, it says, but you didn't. You don't. Vocation. I never knew it. <laughs> There's a staircase. Yeah. And we see the tower every day. Yeah. But you don't, uh, there's a staircase, staircase yeah. in the tower. And yeah. we're like, where are they going? Then the whole day, my entire day, 
my whole day was spent watching these two guys. Yeah. I was mesmerized. They were just walking around yeah. up top. Yeah. Like, dude, it's crazy. You, you're not going to college four years for that. No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. That's take skill. But, but look how important the water tower. There, there's only a ladder that goes up there. Yeah. There's no elevator inside the water you tower. You're talking to the wrong individual. Dude, and I'm scared of heights. I ain't doing what? that. I get it. I ain't doing that. Look, I play video down. games. Listen, and not, in my video games, when my die? look, when my character's <laughs> jumping, I gotta close my eyes. Cause I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Listen, I'm not I'm not scared of heights, but I'm not going up hundred feet. No, I'm scared of heights. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not going up two hundred mm-hmm. feet. To like change a valve nah, in the do water tower. Do that rappel down at 45 feet. That was yeah. enough. I did a rappel at 30 feet. That was enough. I rappelled off the helicopter and that was. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do this. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why I can't dive off the diving board. Yeah. I, I had to do it, but like if I have to go and, yeah. or if it's yeah. like, hey, come. No, I'm not nah. doing it with y'all. I'm done. I, I can't did swim it. that well, so I'm not diving. I'm done. <laughs> But, I mean, once but, you're doing it, then you get used to doing it. Uh-uh. That's when I started doing the nah. dive and stuff. But after you stop for a while and you start thinking consciously about it, you start getting shivers again until you do it again. So he told me that um, the uh, guys who climb up those giant cranes, first of all, he told me they know the weather, like the back of their hands. They have wow. to. Because, yeah, that's what I sound like. They have to because it's not standing still and mm-hmm. it's swaying in the wind. It's swing and they have a counterweight in the back and they know exactly where how to like maneuver it. It is FIU. So Dang. was yeah. FIU? Yeah. Yeah. And they have a counterweight in the back that maneuver because you're dummy tall. <laughs> like you're going to get hit by it. wind yeah. pressure. So they know which way the wind is going at what time and they know how what the weather's going to be like at 12 o'clock and they have to keep track of all that shit because if you don't and you get stuck what? up there, yeah. God forbid a strong wind comes and knocks that thing down. Oh man, life I is over. I, I don't. And even the thing think is, we could fathom. We can't even. We imagine can't. It. Nope. The thing is, it's they get paid like I think my brother told me something something upwards of like one sixty an hour. And you gotta get hazard pay. What? That is of hazard course. Pay. Gotta get hazard pay. <laughs> of course, overtime Dude. hazard pay, whatever. He told me because he's in the construction. He told me if you if someone quotes you, oh, we're gonna have a crane here for three months. They're like, damn, do we got the money? Because <laughs> it's so expensive to, to have them there. I uh, I agree. I, it's I so do. expensive to have them there. And then, like, I asked them, like, how they, like, actually stack it up that high. There's a point where, so, you know, it's on the truck. It's on the giant truck. So you plant the truck in the ground with the hydraulics. You take the tires off the ground and you lock it in place. Yeah. And then you, there's, like, other hydraulics that push parts of the crane up. And once it can't go any higher, you get another crane to... Add to the first crane, so you, mm. it's a crane building another crane. That's not happening, man. I'm telling you, bro. That's just no. not. That's not happening. I'm telling you, no. these are important, important jobs. Yeah, it is. No screaming that are like that's that dude. people don't even think about. I can't even handle that. No. Imagine that, I, knowing the weather twenty four seven. That's not fearless. That's courage. Oh, has to be. Has to be courage I, I, to be sitting on something that could sway left and right, and you're moving it, and there's only one joystick controlling everything. One joystick up and down, left and right, in and out. What's that type of job, yo? Construction in general is is like yeah. Being a carpenter is such an interesting job. Not only is it creative, but it's you gotta almost, have a quick thinking oh, mind. Oh yeah, because it's almost like, tactical. Yeah, there's like little. It's like playing Tetris mm. with big things <laughs> with real life, things. real life stuff. <laughs> 
You what, know, as like, a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. I think carpenters like, are. Like I've watched a carpenter work. Yeah, that's awesome. And when something is off, don't know. You're like, dang man, you gotta take the whole thing apart. Nope, watch me fix it. Yeah. Uh huh. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, really. And they can eye it. That's the yes. Thing. My daddy used they to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like, oh, working on the house. Y'all put like two inches right here on the left. Yeah. Like, huh? Oh, let me get that sander. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Tell you, that's a skill, man. <laughs> and then they'll pull out tools you've never seen in never your life seen before. We, oh, need, a, we need to respect that skill, we man. We need to respect vocations, man. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't have them, is when we're yeah, respecting. You when so we, when you, you, you see don't a work? beautiful dresser go up. Mm. I don't care how much college you have when you just and they're just a natural artist. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I have an uncle. I can't say his name, but yeah. I have an uncle. Yeah. I'm not even being funny. My sister will tell you. Yeah. I'm anything. Oh yeah, anything. 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 Can build it. Yeah. Any can look at something. Yeah. Literally yes. took asked me what I wanted. I was like, oh, something like that. Yeah. Went over there, tape measure, yeah. did it. Three we days need, later. We need three days materials. later. We need these materials. Yep. Got the material. Three yep. days later, it was built. Done. Better than the one we saw. Just like he did the little storage thing. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. And I see my man's like, and I see this and happen. Eyeballs. You, you tell him. Yes, eyeballs. He's like, yeah, no problem. I'll do it. Eyeballs. Yep. Eyeballs. No problem. Yeah, I can done. do that. Just skill. Can, do can that. you? I think we just need to bring the respect back on it. One thousand percent. You know, no, yeah. my thing. Once again, city, country. In the country, that respect is commonplace. Yeah, yeah it's the man. city we got the big division. Yeah. In the country, when you go to a backwood village, and you know the mud trucker that that's put badass huts up and everything, Dude, building I don't know. the houses, so you mad respect. Yeah. I knew it's when the nobody, city they don't get respect. Nobody in Jamaica I knew had a college degree. See? Nobody. Right. They built it, and we call them we call them housing schemes. They built an entire housing scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, none of y'all had a college degree? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> just did it. Just did it. Think about it. The room the add-on to our house at home. That was my daddy and I. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah? Yeah, my daddy didn't go to college for that. That was my daddy and I. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was just like, yes. Oh, you know what? Yeah, my dad built a room in our house. Yeah. He built yeah. A, just he cut the living Dude, room. I built a pond in yeah. the backyard watching yeah. D was it D Y I? Yeah. Like yeah. DIY. DIY. Yeah. I just built a pond in the in the backyard. Yeah. Even crazier. Best thing imagine. Ever. <laughs> imagine those same skill sets. Yeah. Get ready for it. Before the internet, mm. <laughs> talk yeah. about respect. Mm. Talk, about, watching, talk about respect. And this talk was before. About this was, yeah, this is before you can record TV. Yes. 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 So I yeah. watched it and I was like, "Dang, I could do that." Yes. You know how they learn? They watch someone else do it. Right. Yep. That's how my dad learned. Yeah. Because when he yeah. came to America and he didn't know shit or there's something he didn't know, he watched someone else do it and he just practiced it. There you go. Because when we were little, we used to go work with him. He used to be like a handyman. Mm-hmm. He used to fix whatever it is AC we put we laid down tile we fixed toilets yep. everything whatever it is he did it he took us on little jobs with him he used to pay us like 20 bucks each there you go. going on the job handing him tools you know what I mean so I, I learned a lot from that I, I learned how to I, fix my car so whenever my car has a problem I never panic I just look and because he's like even if I don't know what's wrong I know what to look for correct or I have an idea of what's going on correct and let me tell you a cool story and I will never forget this story. Um, I was in, um, when I was in college, I was walking by, I was going, I think I was going back to my dorm, either that or I was at work, because I worked in the uh, um, the housing facilities as a maintenance guy, mm-hmm. and uh, which another great like uh, thing for me, that was another good experience, because I learned how to fix so much other shit. 
But I did maintenance too. Yeah. So I was at the maintenance guy and I was walking down and I saw this girl who um she got out of her car, but her brake lights were still on. And she's like, dang, why are they still on? And as I walked by, it hit me. This happened to me with someone else. <laughs> and I looked it up and I fixed it for someone else. So as I looked at, I walked by, I'm like, I'm like, you're I'm like, yo, you, your brake lights stuck on? She's like, yeah, I don't know why they won't turn off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly why they won't turn off. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And I get down and I crawl under the uh, under the pedals and the, the pin for to push the brake lights down. It's like yep, a button. I remember that. Pushes Got it down. Caught. It turns I the lights remember. off. It eroded and broke because they're like, this is a little rubber, yep. little rubber um, circles. And it'll after a while, it'll just crack and break. So I told her, hey, listen, do you have two pennies and some tape? And she gave me two pennies. And I, I got some tape for, um, from like the shop and I taped it down, put two pennies on there, wrapped some tape. Lo and behold, brake lights are off. That's awesome. He was a genius. Yeah, I'm telling awesome. you. I, I, and you know what? You won't forget it. No. That's I what skill is all about. When you didn't struggle through You know why, Ed? Because I didn't have a doubt in my mind what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so sure and I knew exactly what it was. I knew exactly how to fix it. Yeah. But, but going back to what Edward was talking about, the fact that his father, was an electrician and um and I guess it kind of goes for both of us. Edward got out of high school, went to the military. Yeah. He became an aviation electrician mm-hmm. because he learned that skill from his father. Wow. I became an aviation mechanic because I learned that skill from my uncle. Wow. And the thing is like we both had and I'm sure you it's different for the Marines, but I don't know if it was for the Navy same with the Navy. You have to take a placement test yes. to score a certain I guess grade or whatever yep. yeah. to get into that field. So that's without college. That's without, you know, um, yeah. four years of anything. Right, that's right, just right, right. like skill that you learn yeah. growing Our schools up. Schools are basically, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. Like I learned from my uncle's mechanical stuff. Yeah. I, I learned to think about things and how to fix them and 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 that aspect mm-hmm. of it. So I think that's also. Um, I want to say it kind of put us ahead of the curve because at 18 years old, mm-hmm. this dude was literally an electrician. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed to someone who spent four years in college mm. to do the same thing. An aviation electrician, yeah. by the way, wow. not even just a regular um, electrician. Yeah. So that to me is kind of you're still ahead of the curve a little bit. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it, actually. And I think that was one probably one of the best pieces of parenting that my dad gave me and my brother is teaching us how to do shit ourselves. I hate mm-hmm. that it's so lost on us. Yeah. We're this generation yeah. and I'm 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 just as guilty myself. Yeah. All those I told you rights of passage in the manhood. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, I I did roofing, build a house, lawns, worked on motors. I have all these skills in me. I was in wood shopping. I school. haven't passed them down. Yeah, dude. I don't know how. I yeah. haven't passed them down because down here in the city's moving so fast. Yeah. That your whole I, a job is to get an income and then hire the people out to do it. Yeah. But you always pointed to your son. Don't be like that. Yeah. Mm. And let me you tell don't go you, to college. Don't be like that. That sucks. It. Yeah. It, it, it sucks. Yeah. I'm so glad y'all picked this topic yeah. because it really does pull my heart going. Yeah. I love that gotta, stuff. Let me tell you, gotta be like that. Yeah, let me bit. tell you what really sucked is when yeah. I when I actually um try to get a job at the airport, because yeah. it was at Boca Airport, try to get a job at Boca Airport, 
And, oh, at the small airport? Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a nice part. And try to that get a job there. Nice yeah. <laughs> They're racist. So try to get a job there. <laughs> What's well, all private jets? Yeah, it's private jets. But I tried yeah. to get a job there and it was literally the college thing. Yeah. But yet still, like, I... I Had all the I, skill. I listened to what the job was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like... I'm not going to college for this. Yeah, I know Are all you, this right like, now. I know everything. I'm yeah. not. I'm not doing that. And and it and then it went from that because I had a phone interview by the mm. way. So they were telling me what the job was, and I knew I could do it. Mm-hmm. However, you had to have a, a college, college degree. degree. But being that I learned my skill in the military, yeah, I don't have a college degree. Yeah. So right. hearing them tell me what they needed, and I knew I could do it without the degree, it was kind of like, what's the point? Yeah. Right. Then when it it came, this is why I say they're racist. Mm-hmm. When it came to going there and working in the office because I was a woman, mm-hmm. that was the next step. Was oh, you can work in the office? No, you know. So then when I did that, got hired over the phone. Wow. Went to the company, yeah. start my first day at work. Yeah. Walked into the building. Yeah. The woman was like, "Oh, can I help you?" I said, "Yes, I'm the new office yeah, manager." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the position's been filled. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I I'm I'm the, I'm I'm the one. Field, yeah. Complete like no. Wow. Nope. Cause you know, most black people sound white over the phone. <laughs> that's true. You know you put your you phone put, yes, voice yes. on. Yeah. I get that all so the time. That's what like literally that was <laughs> my that my professional career began that way. Mm. Was I learned by that company, Boca Aviation, mm-hmm. I could not speak properly mm. over the phone. And allow people to think I was white mm. because when I show up and they see that I'm black, yeah. it completely changes everything. It, that, that's it's kind of unsaid, but it's still kind of prevalent in mm-hmm. especially bigger companies mm-hmm. or you know companies that kind of have a culture that they want to keep. Yeah, they don't want to disrupt. Yeah, like yeah, that's still kind of a thing. Racism is low key a thing. I can name three companies, and they they see by your name. Yeah, I can name three companies here in Delray. Yeah, that are still like that mm. they talk to you and when they meet you in person it's like a whole nother whole nother, whole nother thing mm. I think the saddest like, part yeah. about all that you know how they say uh, prejudice is the prejudgment based upon what they see and think and all that racism is a position of power where you actually have yeah. the ability to affect the someone's life or someone else yeah someone's uh-huh. life it's a position of power mm. I was, and to go dang their <laughs> yep. racism is still alive in the corporate in environment 20s, it's crazy. hit me man. with prejudice I can deal with yeah. it racism yeah. hurts you can't yeah. change it like yeah, nothing it hurts who am I gonna complain to yeah. who am I gonna complain to I can't complain to anybody you can't complain yeah dude I even called um, cause I called a lawyer and they were telling me about some like equal rights blah blah well ma'am you gotta prove it Huh? Yeah, I have to prove equal, it. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally yeah. I left yeah. there crying. Yeah, I I called. I'm like, I wasn't hired because I was black, and I'm sure of it mm. because they didn't recognize me yeah. in person. Yeah, and the guy was like, "Well, can you prove it?" Uh, nah. Can you believe me? It's so weird because amongst ourselves, black folks know it. Yeah. You'll need proof. We yeah, know it. Yeah, I told you, if you walk in our skin for a day, I'm cutting you some slack. Walk in our skin for a day, you'll know it. Yeah. But once you go into a mixed environment, we have to prove it. It don't matter. I say, look, I say exactly what is it? Chris Rock? Yeah, Chris Rock mm-hmm. said, I'm rich, but I'm black. Uh-huh. And no <laughs> and one's going to trade places with me. Nah, <laughs> I knocked in my neighborhood that a trade places with me for one day. Ed, how do you feel about working at SW? 
be the only black um, guy pretty much. I'll say that it's down here and coming to <laughs> South South Florida and uh, especially into the world of IT. I've now become used to it. Mm. Usually when you hit the uh, business yeah. side of stuff, especially in IT in South Florida, what you're going to run into, the main blacks you're going to run into are going to be Caribbean. <laughs> the rare hey, ones, the hey. rare ones are going to be, I'm talking blacks in the, uh, uh, um, <laughs> I should say IT and business world and all of that. They're mostly Caribbean. Yeah. And then every now and then you run across the black Americans. And then you'll have the black Americans who went to college and they're not from the South mm. or whatever. Yeah. It's we, a Southern blacks, a lot of us, and don't, remember, I'm not talking in absolutes. A lot of us have been so conditioned and it's passed down generation after generation after mm-hmm. generation after generation. It's just been so passed down that we're so Americanized. And that's what I've always loved where I did. Even if I can have I, all my clients, I'm always the only black. Mm-hmm. But when I do get a few times, I go to places yeah. with blacks you feel, and then Caribbean. The feeling of inclusion, not even inclusion, but representation it's is big. different. I, I naturally, if you it's notice, different. my voice different. changes by the way I talk. Yeah, yeah. When a black person is in the office with me, if I'm talking to the white people, one, I already have difficulty speaking yeah, correct yeah, yeah, yeah. with ERs and ORs. But if you give me a minority, yeah. I'm like, yo, what up? Yeah. And it's like and we, it's have, we have our own language. No, it's we have our own language, man. Yes. Yeah. You know, you get these chills. And yes. You go, man, I'm going to protect you. You know, like, shoot, it's on, man. Listen, Ed, at this point in my life, work for me is not about, is is less about pay than it is about environment. Yeah. And the environment has to be good. I was at I, a, I was at somewhere where I hated working there, and it was never about the money. I didn't even I didn't even dislike the job. The job was fine. Mm. I could have done the job, but the boss was a bitch, and the environment was garbage. Hated it there. Hated it. Hated. It. I wanted to die every morning before I went to work. Oh. <laughs> God, that is a real fact. Oh, I know. I'm like, feel- can I crash my car and not go into work? Mm. I hated it there. So mm. when I had the opportunity to leave, you know what she did? She offered me more money. <laughs> And it took that. I'm like, bitch, it, it wasn't about the money. Uh-huh, it took <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't about the money. Uh, you're trash. You're talking about I'm out of yeah. here, chief. <laughs> it don't matter. I can go up somewhere else and make less. Yeah. If the environment is better, I'm leaving. That's exactly yeah. what I did. I left, made less. But, but imagine then, when you come around, up we get around better. brothers again, you know? It ended up being better. And yes. let me tell you, when I got hired, I got hired with a brother, and he was a manager. Oh. He got hired as a manager. I got hired as a tech. Me and him have a bond. We used to have lunch together. We don't have time now. He's a manager, but dude, we have okay. to like we had lunch together. And he's the only. Whenever I come back, I'm like, "Europe, what's up, my bro?" He's like, "What's up, my nigga?" I'm like, Yo. <laughs> when it's just us, off topic. Come on, <laughs> when it's just us. But I mean, this is important though. No, no, no. I I agree. The Keep feeling it is different, man. They don't. You know, we're, we're in the the elevator. Most- they think we're thugs and we're gonna rob yeah. them. Yeah, but they do not ever take the time to go. Have you ever tried to reverse it? Yeah. What do you think? How do you think we feel when we walk into an all white office? Think about it. You realize how how much anxiety and fear is when they talk about rapists and all. I hate to say it like this, but But when they go rapist, I'm like, he's white. (laughs) (laughs) Like a black dude not getting pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on, man. Really? Uh, seriously. A black dude not getting Gucci. Come on, let man. Let me get it right. Uh, it's on my phone right now. Hold on. <laughs> like, the basketball player, like, what? Let me get it right. He 
teeth, six six black rich, and he had to rape that white girl over there. No, why like, was she, why was she in the room? That's suspect, like Dude. a mother trucker. Yeah. Why were you in the room? Uh-huh. You just happened to be in the room. I didn't have drawers on because it was so hot outside, and he just took advantage of me. Oh, I, okay. To be clear, it's not to say black men are incapable. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying they are. they are, but because I I do, yeah, yeah they are. However, however. The There's sample a, size proves that majority it, yeah, a majority is yes. not black. If we want to, and, and nothing gets me angrier than when they go statistics prove. I don't need that nah, you don't. result to yeah. tell me what blah, I need blah, to blah, know. Blah 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 was eaten alive. Well, that's it's, a, not, it's not like that's a white that? crime. debate. <laughs> I want to say crime. it was SNL with the skit. Of, um, <laughs> so they have to like, pick which crime, which race did the crime. The reporters were doing a new skit, <laughs> and it was like so and so, and they were like, when that when it came out to be a white dude, the yeah. two black reporters were like. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a it's a direct response to our yeah. culture too, man. It is. Especially like the way that cuz I remember I think I told you guys a story about when I was in a uh, all white church. No. Ooh, I didn't say that. No. What? I feel like I said that. No. You went to all white church? I was in um when I was in college I was a uh, president of my um <laughs> oh my of my uh Christian club. I was president of the Christian club, and we. My, You're the only black. No, 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 no. Well, in the church, yeah. But my uh, my minister, who's white, took us to a, a church on this place called Marco Island in Fort Myers, right? <laughs> I, I, I know where Marco Island is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good Marco luck. Marco Island. He is, went to a cult. Well, it's like it's super rich because the island land is so precious. Yeah, there's not a lot of it. Yeah. So everyone, you only have, you got to be dummy rich to live there. Because probably tax is probably crazy, but. I went, he took us to this church in Marco Island. I walked in. I shit you not. I was the only black person there. Everyone else was white. And this was in the lobby. This was in the lobby. We went to like the main place where everybody sits down. White preacher, white everything, Mm -hmm. white. Like we we sang the whitest what? Christian songs. <laughs> like so, there was no no growing up, nah, I was no, no, like no. that too, Chris. I'm not gonna but, lie. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. And you know, it's funny they stood it's up hard. like oh, we have some what visitors here today. Y'all stand up. And you present you just have to. Yeah, <laughs> it was me and a sea of white people. Yeah, I went to because I I grew oh up Roman God. Catholic. Yeah, and I came to this country, and um, my mom was Baptist, and because I was Roman Catholic, I went to church with my neighbors. Mm. And so I went to a different church with my mom. And so it was, yeah. 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 They do church quick, White though. Yeah. It's oh, quick. Dummy fast. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. It was quick. Church was like an hour 20. Yeah, hour and 20 minutes. You out. For dummy black, fast. Black church, I like being at a club. Four hours. Four hours. Oh, I hated going to church with my mom, bro. Look, and then you get there early and leave late. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Who you talking? Like, Bruh. Who you talking? Sunday school. My mom mm-hmm. wakes us up at seven. Church is yeah. at nine, dog. <laughs> Like my Sunday, it's supposed to it's end at twelve. In yeah. that one thirty-two, it does not end at twelve. Mm-hmm. I remember when what I when do, I first started. They break out. Yeah, when I first started going to the Baptist church, I would show up at no joke. I would show up at twelve fifteen, and that's my mom would go to church at like ten o'clock. I'll show up at twelve fifteen. The pastor is just starting to preach, Bruh. And I was and like, don't even talk. the preach is an hour. I know the message is an hour. I know. He's covering like two paragraphs. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> and you know why it's an hour? They can't find the words to portray what they're trying to say. Yeah. If I did that message, that message would have been done in 30 minutes. 
They're like, oh my God, thank you, Chris. Are you coming back? Are you going to be here next week? Please come back. Because word choice is so important. Yes. <laughs> you know They're how like, much I stress the word choice. In 30 minutes. Oh word my choice. goodness. You have to find the words to present what you're trying to. But they, the past have played around like three times. Yeah. In an hour. Like, we're going to start. Oh. Oh, we're in the midsection. We go to end. We are way off topic. I'm so sorry, sorry listeners. But y- y'all listen to the show. Y'all know what it is. But um, <laughs> I I did a, um, you know how they do a little prayer before they take offering? Yep. I did that at a, at a church once. I did it twice because they had two services. I did it for both services <laughs> when I was in my Christian club. Yeah. I did it for both services and I sent it to my mom. Oh, she was so happy. What? See her. Yeah. My mom is a church goer. Yeah, everything for is the church, the church, the church, the church. You can find pretty much any Haitian mother who's traditional. The church, yep, tells her how to live her life. Yep. So when I sent her that, but but she was super happy. That going back to this, that's the problem with black people. <laughs> that's the pro- you letting a church run you. Yeah, you letting church somebody imagine me. A lot. Imagine me getting a bunch of people together and going, give me ten percent of your income. Mm. 10% and I'm living better than you living hmm. I want 10% that's faith I think seed faith you gotta, to the, you gotta, you gotta go back, back to the roots of the church back then like I said I always go with uh, the idea of the village the community hmm. and while we have all of these back getting back to your original topic where we're training skills and all of that the hub for meeting was the church it was the hub of the community, the hub of the culture. Don't get me wrong, leaving religion out of it, we still it still served that purpose as the hub. And as it passed down with generations, now I'm talking about black Americans again, but as it passed down for generations, those of us black Americans who came up with a church hub, trade and services and all of that, where when you fix your neighbor's door and they go, Oh, Eddie, that's the best door I ever had. You you get that compliment. It carries you for the day because I want to appreciate your skill. You come down to the city or you hit college and you go back to being fighting the racial battle on the only mm-hmm. black. You ain't shit. You ain't garbage. Oh, I hate niggers here, niggers. When you get all that negative stuff, it does make you drift back to where the compliments were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it make, when you fix your neighbor's boat or you they can help you with the car, you truly are thankful. Mm-hmm. You truly... When, when, he goes back home. His wife come over and give you a pie. And go, yeah. I just want to give you this for helping my husband out yeah. and doing this, dude. That yeah. stuff carries so much weight. Yeah, my and then you got to so choose better. to go to that other world. That'd be fire if a woman gave me a pie for fixing her husband's car, bro. <laughs> this dude bro right here. That'd be dope. I would. I, I we love that. like that. We do fish, but also do fish. let's not get twisted. You can't eat everybody cooking. What? <laughs> Just to, what's like, good? Whoa, whoa, slow down. Since we're talking, talking, black, we're talking about a black up. neighborhood, man. No, no, no. You get you that right be, cornbread? No, no you yeah. got to be in some, you got to look at some people's houses. Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, look at I, their I, I houses. Agree. Yeah, I need the old, uh, the old fashioned uh, grill, the big ass uh, oval Ooh. one. Where you can put mad oh. shit in there. I want oh that. God. I want that. I know it's gonna be fire. I want the smoke to be seen a mile away. You know I can't what? wait till this is over. I'm gonna make some. Co- <laughs> That's why I want some collard greens. I still have some. On. Don't yeah. don't play, y'all. Stop. Don't don't collard greens. Cabbage. Nah, where you throw some doggone chicken in there, roast it. Yeah, we're just talking about that. Going back to trade. No, going going back to trade. This is what bothers me again. I'm going to mention this. This is what bothers me as a woman. Is almost all the cooking shows now are Mm. men. 
ironic, right? And I'm like, possible. Where did you learn to cook at? Yeah, <laughs> from his wife. You know what I'm saying? College. His mama. Like, college. College. <laughs> college. Think about it. Culinary How many school. black women? Culinary I, I was school. just talking to Edward, and I was telling him. Yeah. I said, you need to appreciate mm. that I can cook, iron, clean, yeah. work, like do everything. Yeah. Like I am multitasking. That's a trade. <laughs> okay, it's a trade. It's a trade. But yet still, like if me and my sister, my sister is doing, she's doing a cooking, a cookbook. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, well, I'm gonna eat some. That would be great. Yeah. But there's so many male dominated white. Does it make sense? Cooking shows. Gordon Ramsay. I yep. have yet to see a, a, and I'm talking about like po- when I say popular, there are black cooking shows. I'm not saying there's not. There I are. I don't know one. I don't want to see nobody any re- black woman no, cooking. Nobody really knows. <laughs> no, and, and, no, and, and, no you don't know that. Nobody really knows a black cooking show. No, I don't know. A black you don't know one. Show. Okay, and the thing I've is, on online there's a bunch of black people yeah, that yeah, cook, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yet still in the in in popular culture, TV, yeah. it's all white, yeah. and male dominated. That's here's the thing though. Okay. Why haven't they gotten a black woman on TV to cook? That would kill. Can you imagine? You got to market it. Would, they would take over. What? They would take it. over. Rachel Ray would get the fuck out of here. They would take yo. because they're going to take over. And there's too much spices. Bro, they can't take it. They would get Gordon Ramsay they the can't fuck take, out of here. That food was I've watched the what? stupid. Look, I watched the Gordon Ramsay videos and I'm like, who the hell told this man? That he know how to cook. <laughs> you know what irks me? And this is my little pet peeve when I look at cooking videos. Yeah. And they'll have the meat and they're, first of all, they don't wash their you shit. Man, I, so, <laughs> I want to kill them. So, these people are nasty. Nasty Once as again, fuck. Edge, you can't eat everybody. If you don't wash your fucking meat, you nasty. It's so gross. You nasty. Because you, you can, can smell it. Yo. You can, God damn it, you can smell it after it's cooked. Yo. I'm and just, I've seen people throw it in the sink. Yes. Dude, did you wash your fucking sink out? Yo. Even if you oh did. Oh my God. Even if you I'm did. I'm done. Listen. <laughs> okay. Calm down. All right, man. I'm about to get high. All I'm saying. He's a nasty. He's how we got corona. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. The high case. That's how, yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's options that's not being. Come on. Taking advantage. Another of. thing too is they make, do they make those small dishes that are. Cute. Oh wait, this is my problem. Yeah. When they're seasoning their meat, and they go, yeah, just add some salt, salt and pepper. pepper. <laughs> Bitch, the fuck? Y'all left an entire fucking continent for seasoning. A fucking continent yeah. for seasoning. You left it uh, to go find seasoning. Use the shit. You killed an entire race of people. Yeah, bro. Use the baby? shit. Y'all okay. let the Goya go? Oh <laughs> my God. That's so annoying. Y'all let the, go- y'all like, let the old bay go? When they'll, they'll, be like, they'll be like, yes, and we have this wonderful T-bone, and we're going to put some salt and pepper. I'm like, where's the oregano? Hey, don't forget don't <laughs> the, the, the garlic. Parsley. Where's the garlic? garlic? Don't, don't get the where's garlic. The, yeah, like, where's the... What yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the hell is going on? Nothing. Nothing. No seasons, just salt Nothing. and pepper. It's crazy. And they'll say... <laughs> I watched Gordon Ramsay make... A goddamn steak with some was it rosemary or thyme mm-hmm. and garlic. Mm, that's it. And salt. That's it. The fuck? That's the seasoning. <laughs> nah, nah. That's why he's so pasty. That's the seasoning. Like I can't do it. I'm sorry. But that's a cultural thing, though. We're it not, is. That's culture. It is. Yeah. If you, especially in the South. Yeah. Remember, we're totally different down uh-huh. here. Oh, in the South, they kill. South it. is all about season. In the South, they kill it. Black or white, don't matter. Yeah. yeah. They, they're doing it. Like on those things they show on TV, they come to the South to spotlight mm. like the restaurants down here. They're like, you can't get ribs. Like this, uh-huh. anywhere, nowhere, nowhere. the south. 
And this is where you I want to go. Come to the south. I'm trying to go to these places. Besides them being like overtly racist, I'm trying to go to these places. Oh, yeah. Get the food. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. You get. The, I, I mean, love, some of the ribs where the meat drop yeah, off the yeah. bones. I would love to be like a food, a foodie. What they call them, foodies. Yeah. Where they, they travel. Yeah, they go yeah, places. I, I love that because I really want to be able to like let people know. I, but the thing with foodies. Wait, wait. Back to is that a fall of the trade of college? Because y'all talking hmm. about culinary. I want to say it'd be both because if you look at the like travel channel and all these channels, hmm. these food people, they're like, yes, I went to college at blah, 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 whatever. Okay. But then you also have the ones that are like, and I've been traveling the world since high school and my yeah, parents yeah, yeah. paid for my, <laughs> my okay. it's, it's, it's a mix. It's, it's honestly a yeah. mix. But again, they're all white. Mm. So we don't really know. For us, it's natural, but once again, it goes back to social economic stratification. Mm. That's all. Uh, we keep going in a circle, but you're absolutely right. You have people cooking some of the best dog on ribs and chicken in the South. Oh, that God. exists. And they, they didn't even finish oh, high God. school. They didn't even finish high okay, school. I'm gonna Boy, give they a, put their dog on wait, foot in. I'm going to yeah. give a shout out to somebody that I watch on YouTube. His name is Darius. Darius? Oh, you, you know Darius can cook. Darius Cooks. His name is Darius. His name Y'all is Darius. Stop playing this Darius shit Cooks, <laughs> like literally. Y'all need to stop playing. I've yeah. eaten, I've, I've made some of his recipes because yeah. I, I mean, honestly, and I wouldn't give him a shout out unless I made the recipe. Yeah. But I made some of the recipes because I cook based on what I like to eat. Right. If you come to my house and you're going to eat my food, it's yeah. going to be how I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. It's gonna, yeah. Even Edward's like, it's too hot. I'm like, shut the so fuck up. So, <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I made his meals, but I put my own spin on it. Mm. So I'm like, Darius is a black dude. Mm-hmm. He actually has a cookbook. I didn't buy his cookbook, but yeah. I look at his recipes. I'm yeah. like, dude, you should be, you, like, he should be on the Food Network. He mm. should have his own show. He, I'm not even trying to be funny. This guy, when he first, I'm talking about, I watched him when he first started. Yeah. And his kitchen was the size of a bathroom. Jeez. Wow. And he was wow. cooking on a stove and he had like, you know, no space whatsoever. Yeah. And this dude literally he evolved, but it's like this is who I'm talking about. This is mm. this is the people we need to get out there. Well, what to, do we call that? Trade a culinary. No, that's a trade because a trade. he didn't go to trade? school for that. Skills. Skills. I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't think he skill. went to school for that. You know, know what I'm saying? Either. But yet still, it's not appreciated enough. No, we, that's you know, the thing. He needs the support to get people like him needs the support to get out there. Yeah. To be better than Gordon Ramsay or the yeah. other people. Rachel, like Rachel Ray. Yeah. I've seen her videos because I was like curious. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck endorsed her? Yeah, I don't know who. Like, I don't who, know who she is who, or where she who came endorsed, from. I don't. I'm not even trying I, I don't, to be I don't funny. Like shows, Martha so Stewart. I know Martha Stewart's famous, but yeah. why? Yeah, right. That's why? The question. Why are these people famous? The ingredients. You stuff. got no. It's not the ingredients. She got, became a celebrity. Man, fuck that. Well, yeah, it's something else. There's also this thing called you fuck somebody. Was, uh, That's what I'm saying. You fuck somebody. I think it was uh, when she crossed over when she got out of jail. When she got out of prison, she crossed over to the black community. Martha, no, yeah, because of Snoop. Because of Snoop, exactly. That's but that, that opened the door for her to cross over. And I feel like Snoop sold out. She crossed on over, me. and now her success. I feel like he stole. He sold out on that one. You should have. He should have. He should have done somebody Snoop, else. Snoop's doing the most right now. He's he had, bored. He had, the, what, he had the opportunity. I do think going back to what y'all were talking about. If we did have more successful brothers who going back to 
what you were saying, finding these good cooks that will support them to help come out. But you're right, crossing over is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. You can't do it with just our community. One, we don't all have computers. Two, they're not all on YouTube. They might watch stuff on phone. you got to cross over in order to go major. Yeah, you're looking at single moms, Mm. you know, dads that are not, you know, working three, four jobs, moms that are single, working so many jobs. They can't come home and watch a video to cook. Nope. You know? They're out there making it happen. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? Sometimes it comes by experimenting. Mm-hmm. Oh, so man, you some just put some shit together, stuff. yeah, and it ends up all right. Because mm-hmm. that's what I had to do sometimes when I was in college. I just put some shit together. Man, yeah. When I started growing my own rosemary, and mm-hmm. I was like, it changed the food. Changed yeah. my, yeah. changed my Fresh. whole outlook. I noticed that when I first came to the south, uh, because uh, we were using more stores here, mm-hmm. I grew up with a lot of our stuff fresh. Yeah. Then I came to the south, mm-hmm. and food tastes different. It was frozen. Now, yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, our meat, Danny and I were bringing home the meat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the fish and, yeah. you know, hunting and all that. But here, you come down and it's out the store, and you do get that weird different taste. Different. And then the vegetables are different taste, yeah. the yeah. process. While here, the guy with the truck come by, we grow them in the yard, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, when she it's started not a her farm, garden, it's yeah. a garden. Oh, my goodness. Chris, and the, 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 I had a one okra. The seasons were fresh. <laughs> that Okra, I swear to God, that okra is like six inches long. Oh my God. I've never That's seen how okra. It's supposed that. to be. I don't know, man. It was it long. like a horn. It was long. It like a straight horn. But it was one okra on the tree, and I was like, oh my God. I, I cooked it. One okra and one tomato. That's all Ooh. I cooked. You'll find that these things look different when you yeah. grow them. When yourself. they are fresh, there is They that look different fresh when you grow them yourself with the right with the right care and not a bunch Ooh. of chemicals. Yes. They look different. There look, is it a difference. Different. But once again, that skill. It's a that's huge skill, skill. Man, bad skill. Yeah. Huge skill. It's the same skills kind of like landscaping. Bringing us full circle. I do yeah. think our conversation maybe shouldn't be which one is better. It's what was lost. Mm. Depreciation. Going back to what you yeah. were talking about. Depreciation. Yeah. yeah. We should be making a, 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 a as much of a big deal for a person that has the skills to do something yes. to save us yes. as we do with a dog or lawyer. I mean, yeah. hell, look at um, um, EMTs. Oh, man. You know what I'm yeah, a skill. That's a, that's a skill. skill. That's vocational okay. skill. Yeah. For you to, to go into to to EMT school. Unlike, Policeman. Un, un, unlike yeah. a doctor. Okay, unlike a doctor who went to school for so many years and doctor's like, I'm going to be a heart surgeon. Mm. Okay, you know what you're getting into. Right. When you're an EMT, You'll know what's you don't the know call. what's happening. Okay, <laughs> you're like you're like I'm willing to just roll the dice. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a skill. You mm. have that that heart in you to go. I'm going to treat every human being, no matter what position they're in, no matter what situation they're in, no matter how hurt they are. I'm going to treat them exactly the same. Mm, as man, far as a correct. doctor man, who goes, you know what? I'm going to look at your eyes mm. and that's it. I don't want <laughs> to hear about your goddamn heart attack. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Explain to me different. how a doctor makes more than a fireman. You know, a, a, mm. a, a lawyer makes more than a cop. You think it should be equal? Teachers. Yeah. Teachers. Well, teachers. Explain to me how teachers make less than all these motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Anybody. Oh, we learned, you kidding me? We learned our lesson now. That is a... Are you Corona kidding? taught us brutally. Yeah. Boys. Teachers need a raise. 
so parents so, right so, now. So, 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 parents <laughs> right now are like, damn, those teachers are awesome. Yes. Raise the salary. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. but teachers parents, are walking on water right, right now. now. <laughs> parents yeah. should be in the streets. Yes. Protesting. Yes. That teachers get, get every paid. parent yes. got kids. Every parent. Those parents, we have met my job. Remember, I, I deal with law firms and stuff. Dude, they're like, the kids will stop moving. I come to work, even during coronavirus. Yeah. Get away from the kids. Yeah. But I'm going, y'all making all this income. See? All this income. Can't watch and you know, there are two things they can't live without now. A nanny, skill. Mm-hmm. And a teacher, skill. Yeah. Dude, can't skill. live without them. Skill. Now all of a sudden they appreciate them. Yeah. I'm like, you sitting on 250000 yeah. a year and you didn't understand why teachers are protesting, yeah. but now you're ready to pick up the picket side and get out uh-huh. there on horseback uh-huh. <laughs> to get uh-huh. them back in school. Yeah. You realize, yeah, yeah. I do, I'm telling you. When the money stops and you look at time, you look at your life, yeah. you see the things around you that make your life go. When the we, cogs that spin and there's how important they are. You are absolutely correct. And once correct. one breaks, then the cycle, everything else breaks. With now this, you don't have nothing. We've all been equalized. Come on, we, we've you're absolutely a thousand percent correct. You, and I've always we held that there are no tears as of people. As soon as it's over, we're going to try to drift back. They're going right back. Right, to we're drift own, back. That's the right problem back. with and society. And we'll learn nothing. Man. Don't learn yeah, nothing. we've learned nothing. We're we'll going to learn drift nothing. Back. As soon as it's over, they're going right back. If you're not you. dead, you you won't learn anything. No, they're correct. Right back. We're going to as fast as possible. Like right now, you see. We're talking nurses out here dying. What? They're fighting to save people and they are fucking dying. Dying. Yeah. Remember, the doctors are doing the upper end. Before every one doctor we may get sick, he's losing three, four, five nurses. Yeah. Facts. Okay. They're dying. Yeah. We're going, it takes a village. We are a village in this emergency. Mm -hmm. A doctor's no more important than that nurse. No, but she's leading on every word she said. And she's no more important than the fireman or the EMT that's bringing them in. No. That's not I, I I agree with that, but on the on the on the sidestepping of that, mm-hmm. I feel right now the nurses are who's taking care of the patients. Yeah. Because the doctors are there. To but make diagnosis. The doctors have already said what the that we know what the we diagnosis what is. is. Yeah. I don't need the doctor to come tell me yeah. I'm pregnant. Yeah. COVID, COVID, you know what I'm COVID pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need you to tell me I'm pregnant. I need the nurse who can come in and treat me for the pregnancy yeah, yeah, yeah. and and help me while I'm yeah. a doctor. When I was in the hospital, I saw my doctor one time. Sounds about right. One time in Once four or twice days. You'll see him. Yeah. Yeah, in four days I saw him one time. I saw my nurse every day. Yeah. yeah. That's whose name I remember. That's who I thanked who for everything. Paid more. Ex- who gets paid more? Mm. Exactly. But the nurse is the one coming in to help Strategic me pee. Yeah. When I gotta pee, the nurse comes help me pee. When I have to use the bathroom, the nurse helps me get up. Yeah. You know, like that to me is kind of like I'm not saying doctors are not appreciated. I'm not saying I don't appreciate them because they do do a no, good job. They know, yeah, but they know, but they know the stuff. There are certain things I think the pay rate, yeah, kind of makes them feel. That, that God skill mm. make them feel like, oh, I'm better than you. Right. And I think sometimes when you deal with a doctor like that, they do need to be knocked down a peg. Yeah. And I think that's what causes regular people to feel the way they feel. I don't mm. know if we, we should fully blame them because it is our culture that did it. One thousand percent. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to get yeah, at too. Yeah. You, you are absolutely correct. One thousand percent. We see it a million times. Once you're in one of those positions, and that's why I love what I do where I sit with executives but I could also work on a printer yeah. with other person. And it depends on the good yeah. thing about being a consultant is I could be over here fixing a printer, 
fixing this, building servers, and doing a strategic plan. It keeps me grounded mm. and, and ho- holding on to my humbleness and feeling the great appreciation of getting someone's computer work as well as finishing a, a project that I mean you worth right. $2 million. Right, 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 right. You know, sometimes they forget. And that's because the way we designed our society to split these two and go, we're not going to tell you thankful. We're going to pay you what thankful is. Yeah, and I think maybe we're not going to pay you what thankful is, is but we're just going to try to say thank you. Maybe they just forget where they come from because I'm sure they do residencies where they have to do like an OR shift or whatever. So they they have seen these things. They have worked with people in, in... dire circumstances right. but I think they forget where they come from once and that's, you get that little tear yeah, it's like it's like with um, yeah. the, the rapper football player syndrome where yeah. you get a little the money yeah. and you feel like oh nigga I'm better than you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no you're not you're just as human you still came from this part you're you know just yeah but nothing lays the ground on how far we're supposed to go yeah. but you know what and I can like I feel like a nurse sometimes because you know I'm in health desk yeah. And I have to solve a different problem every day. Correct. Just like a nurse has to solve a different issue every day when someone comes into that. Well, not right now. We know what the problem is. But like any other day, if someone comes in, you don't know what's wrong with them. You have to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. And you have to bring it to the manager, i.e. I the doctor, right? I have to bring it. If I can't. Here's the thing. It's not even the uh, the question if I, if I can't solve it. It's how long is it going to take me to solve it? Because mm-hmm. I'm solving it. Yep. No matter what the problem is, I have to solve it. And I, I will... Tell you right now, I work harder than a lot of those managers. And I'll tell you the difference because, which my father told me, he said, ultimately, you want to get paid for your mind, not your body. Yes. So the whole goal of college is giving us by creating this hierarchical system, which divides us. I'm not going to say right or wrong, right. this being neutral. You, we all begin tactical. The ultimate goal is to get to strategic. But if we don't have something that could divide, the skill set, tactical skill set up from mm. the strategic skill set, which we have done in America. Right. But we don't have something to split it. Then you don't have that next step for you to aspire to get to. Mm. Some people are just happy being having an excellent skill set yeah. on a tactical level. Right. They, they do just fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But by creating this new echelon of hierarchy, now those that go, I do want that strategic skill set. College, as I said before, the reason they have all these other classes and increase the amount you pay for mm-hmm. is to mold you into seeing tomorrow. Right. Strategically. Hmm. That is the hierarchy. This is neutral, not good, not bad. We can argue all the stuff. One of the things we do miss on the tactical level and looking back is how much more thankful we should be. Yeah. Because they are the foundation Come on. that these are on top of but that then, sit on them. Yeah, and, and it goes, <laughs> what Edward's saying, I kind of uh, just like popped something in my head is going back to that, it kind of trickles down because in these doctors that buy their Maserati mm-hmm. or live in their mansions, they're, they're calling the people that have the trade skills to come to fix, come their fix stuff. that shit. You know what yep. I'm saying? So it's, it kind of trickles on, down. Man. Yeah, it kind of trickles down, but I think it does go back to the hierarchy and the level of respect that you give a person. Yeah. You know, a trade person looks at a Maserati in a doctor's um, driveway and go, man, that's an awesome car. Yeah. You're doing well for yourself. Yeah. While a doctor would look at that same guy fixing his car and be like, yeah okay buddy yeah and that like it's so when you you know what i'm saying the thing is when you have that appreciation for something that you know you need them yeah it feels different yeah. like if i go fix someone's computer and i do it in like a minute they feel kind of stupid i'm like no you're not dumb 
I've just been doing this a long time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly. I, I've seen this before. So all I have to do is blink once and I know what the problem is and I, or I know where to go look. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because I've seen it before. So let's say let's say a doctor as an example has someone who fixes their car and he does it in like record speed. The doctor shouldn't feel dumb. She's like, oh, that's why he's doing what that's he does. That's why he's doing what he does, yeah. Because he's good at it. He's mastered that skill. Ultimately, you know, uh, it, uh, I shouldn't call it leadership, but I, I will apply the analogy of leadership because that's what I'm trained in in the Marine Corps or whatever. But as you coming up in order to be that more effective leader, you're getting paid for the decisions you make, hmm. for the judgments you make, for the new responsibilities you carry. You carry liability insurance. So when that doctor comes in and he has to give that prescription, and that prescription could kill you or not, to him, that one decision carries just as much weight as the nurse that's visiting that patient yeah. every day for four days straight. Yeah. Because he made that decision. If you put that on that nurse, she'll go, I, I don't want to make that decision. She works on the tactical level. Hmm. He accepted that where he now could be in charge of life and death right. with a single decision. Right. A general no longer goes on the battlefield. They stop at going on the battlefield around captain the major. Okay, why? Because now I'm making decisions that's going to kill 50 to 100 men. Right. I'm going to kill 2,000 men in order to take one bunker. Yeah. You know, when you're making these type of decisions, yeah. you're not sometimes... All you all are both correct. They forget mm-hmm. over time. They forget, mm-hmm. but that's the reason why it's so powerful for a colonel, general, or even a doctor or a lawyer or whatever you want to call it to go visit the troops. Yeah, not not to throw the highest end party and invite the troops to them to show how much more rich you are. It really gets to you when a teacher drives through your rough neighborhood to come visit your parents at night. I remember I told you last uh you know, last episode my teacher yeah. made house calls. When when a teacher make a house call like in the old days, yeah. which is totally lost now, Super daughters lost. made house calls. Yeah. They, used to, they yeah. were a part of the village. Yeah. Now if you tell a daughter, yeah, can you come down like, what? No. You need to bring them here in there. The for him to get an ambulance is four grand. Yeah. What? While in the old days the doctor came to your house. Yeah. He knew your parents. Yeah. He knew how you did. He was yeah. the counselor. He was the caresser. Yeah. He did this. He still did the prescriptions. And if you didn't have the money, he did it out of his heart. Probably. There was no lawsuit, no collector coming after you. Yeah. Yeah. He's a part of the village. Times have changed. But yeah. because social and economic stratification. Yeah. And we need it because we've grown to this level. Right. It created a high, another hierarchy yeah. that the tactical who want to become strategic can go and it filters them from this group. It's the same way how the policeman knew the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knew everybody yeah. in the neighborhood. He yeah. knew who went in, who went out. Yep. Who yep. lived there, who did it. Part so of the community. So the it, village. It's easy for him to police that neighborhood and protect Yeah. Them. Now. I think it's harder in the city. Some know oh, way harder in the city. I'm glad you picked this topic because it really did make me think about going, yeah. damn, it is different. And when I come down to the city, it's different. Different. Oh, it's big. Yeah. yeah, big difference. Yeah, we don't have a guy with a watermelon truck coming by. <laughs> I mean, the show with the fish guy coming by, we're like, ah! <laughs> because him getting the fish yeah. and them going out fishing every day. Skills. We used to be the ones going out fishing every yeah. day. Yeah. And people were actually waiting on us to bring fish back. I just thought they'd never appreciate so it. And we sold fish. Yeah, I appreciate and it. To see it now that I'm on the other side. Yeah. I appreciate it. Real quick, we're going to end because we're like an hour four or five. But we're going to end because um, I got a curfew too. 
Yeah, yeah, we're on curfew. Yeah, curfew. Um, COVID. Real quick. Um, what really grinds my gears sometimes is when I resolve a problem for someone. Mm-hmm. Let's say something's not working right, and I get it to a point where it works correctly, and then I don't know something happens. Something else happens unrelated to the thing. And they blame you. And it, not me. And, it, and that thing that fixed or resolved doesn't work. Ever since you did this, Chris, this uh, has been going on. This has been going on. Someone fixed the it. Beginning. You fixed it, but it's not fixed. Let me tell you, listeners, let me tell you something right now. Anyone you see do a trade or perform a trade or perform work for you or fix you something, quote unquote, there is no permanent fix to anything that breaks. No. There is a resolution. Correct. They resolve that problem. If it breaks again, it's because of another entity yeah. that caused Correct. it to break again. It's yeah. not the same thing. If if your email doesn't work, it's because something else happened to cause it not to work. I resolved the previous problem. Don't tell me it's still broken. This sounds a little personal. I'm very upset about this. <laughs> this sounds just a little bit personal. But you very know, upset. No, he but I deal off. with it on a no, daily. No, he does. Yeah. And I, I'm going to, uh, on that note, I'm going to tell you something else. <laughs> Being that I was in surgery, oh and this goes, God. he's talking about a trade. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the professional yeah. that went to college. When I have surgery... And my anesthesiologist comes in. Yeah. Oh, you better be having a good goddamn day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You, you better. You better be on point. You yeah. better know what the hell you're talking about yeah. to give me that damn drug. Exactly. Okay. Put me to sleep. I don't want to wake up in the middle of surgery. Yeah. I don't want to feel shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. Like you have to look There's at a no person and fix. Yeah. It, like that person has to be skilled to do their job. Yeah. You know when they're doing anesthesia. They need to know how much to give me by my body weight, my my mm-hmm. medication, wow. whatever I'm mm-hmm. doing. Like you need to go to school for ten years to yeah. learn that shit. Yeah, I expect Understood. it. Yeah, I completely expect that. And I'm going to ask you. So, did you and your wife and husband have an <laughs> argument this morning? <laughs> I remember last surgery. I had. I'm like, so are you feeling good today? Yeah. Are you are you are happy? you all right? Are you all right? Because I don't want nothing <laughs> don't in your head to mess with mine. You didn't feel funny doing that. No, no. no. What? Nick, no. I'm going to sleep. I'm asking my doctor if he felt all right. Yeah, because he might just glance at my boy. He's like leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Like, <laughs> so, I can't call my doctor's name, but I was like, "So, how's your wife today?" Yeah, did y'all fuck last yeah. night? <laughs> you need to be was that good, good. Like you need to be really uh, happy. Uh, on point. You gotta work that out. You know what I'm saying? Right like, now, I don't want to hear. There's nothing. no permanent fix. If you sprain something, it doesn't heal the same. If you break something, it doesn't heal the same. If you have surgery, you have scars. Yeah, there's no permanent fix to anything. No. Stop telling me the shit broke again because it didn't. Something else caused it to break. Yeah, I'm just saying. Right? Tell me this. Uh, how should in a perfect world people treat the trade skill vocational and skilled people? Treat How do like, you want them to I want them to treat them like they would treat someone with a degree. Yeah. I, the exact I, same way. If, if Respect get, and appreciation. Yeah. If I get pregnant right now, I'm suing. <laughs> I'm suing. Because you told me that this shop, you told me this shop was closed. No. Like, I'm suing, but a trade skill. If I had a trade doctor, yeah. yo, God. Like, I yeah, my dad taught me how to be. We'll work to it. You know, what I'm saying if it was like Little House in the Prairie. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying I call someone to come in and help me out. Yeah, like I'm not. I can't go sue Mary Beth because you didn't do a good job. Yeah, no, midwife. Yeah, I can't do that. But because you know, I have a professional doctor that yeah. did it. 
I have mm-hmm. certain expectations. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the truth. You it have is, But it's the same expectations with your tile guy. Yeah. I expect it to be level. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I expect the plumbing to be good. Dude, like, think guy. about it. If somebody hooked you up and came in and did your roof. Fire. And you paid five hundred dollars, yeah, as opposed to five thousand dollars. Yeah, you're gonna be like, so what if that's missing a patch up there? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'll go is the roof sturdy? Yeah, is it following me or I'm not? Fine. Yeah. So yeah, that that yeah. makes a difference. I, I agree. With yeah, that. yeah. Well, listeners, please respect college degrees. People who college degree, people who decide to take a trade or vocation equally. There's no superiority among them. It's just At different all. choices in life. I agree. Either. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Voluntarily or involuntarily? It doesn't matter. Whatever trade, because anything, anyone that learns a skill and masters it is probably one of the most important people in our society. Yeah. <laughs> because when you don't have them, you'll you'll understand why they're important. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it. Yeah. I gotta go before the cops pull my shit over. When they were like, what you doing, boy? What are you doing right here at 12, boy? Oh, me, a black man in the car? I'll pass curfew. Good, good, good. What the hell? And I might need to borrow the nine. I'm doing a podcast. Sure you are, son. Just come with us. We're going to get to um 10 episodes, and then we're going to we're gonna shut this down until the COVID thing blows over. Take a short hiatus or a long hiatus, however that shit goes. This is my last word. I love you all. What are you saying? No, we're this episode nine. We got one more after this. One more episode. One more episode after this. Then we'll take a hiatus. Let's call it a spring break. I I guess. Uh, That's the last thing you want to call it. Spring break. Uh huh. Spring break hiatus. All right. Well, y'all have a good day. Stay safe. Wash your goddamn hands. Yes. Damn. Just wash your hands. Don't breathe on nobody. Don't touch your face. Give me six feet. Stop touching your face. At all. At all places. Give me six feet. That's it. All right. A lot about nothing. Thank you for listening.